Hi everyone, it's Luke here, not Tiff or Linz. Uh, just letting you know there is a little bit of crackling in this episode due to a microphone issue. Uh, it does clear up a little bit around 11 minutes in, um, but yeah, just, just warning you if you find uh, crackling annoying in your headphones or are sensitive to it, it might be a bit of a problem. Uh, otherwise, uh, put it on a, a speaker rather than headphones and it might be a little bit easier to listen to. Uh, still a really good episode though, um, they're doing some blind tasting. Uh, and I guess as a result, we have uh, pulled the pin on some new equipment, which should be all with us soon. And... Uh, both Isle of a Time and uh, Crack the Ceiling will sound a lot better from here on out when we're, when we're recording uh, from our computers. Uh, there's a really cool episode as well coming up um, after this. Uh, Chloe Hoiberg from Burnley Brewing uh, will be joining Crack the Ceiling in their next episode. Uh, so prep for that by go listen to Isle of a Time where we chat to Chloe and her husband Michael where we uh, learn a bit more about Burnley. And by the time you listen to that, the Crack the Ceiling version with Chloe will be probably about a week away from being live, but uh, you'll be all ready to listen when it is. Uh, in the meantime, enjoy this episode. Cheers. I feel like I opened mine very fast and didn't really get to savor that sound. Open over a computer is always a dangerous. Hello. Hey, Lens. Hey, Tiff. Welcome back to Crack the Ceiling Podcast. Yep. Welcome back to Crack the Ceiling Podcast with Lens and Tiff. I am Lindsay here with Tiffany, and we're recording virtually online. Um, and this is what we're calling our floofer episode. Our floof. The floof. It's the floof episode. So normally on this podcast, we talk a lot about um, serious subjects that we feel need to be discussed more and more attention needs to be brought to. And oftentimes we have really amazing guests. Um, But today it's just me and Tiff doing what I think a lot of people really enjoy about this, which is blind tastings. Yeah. Which is crazy because I was always really convinced that it was super awkward listening to us drink and smell beer. Yeah. <laughs> Without even seeing us. But it's um, probably a good thing. Anyway, it sounds like people have enjoyed it or maybe they just enjoy us being ridiculous, which, you know, I'm also okay with. Yeah. But it is something that both of us love and we couldn't think of a way we had brain fog and we couldn't think of a way to do it virtually um, until Tito, our last guest on our last episode, if you haven't listened to that, stop listening to this and go listen to that. Um, Tito (laughs) ripped off some labels on some cans and got them to us. Um, And that's how we did the blind tasting with that. And, and for today, Huh? Some dips and drop offs around because we're in our five kilometer lockdown still. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so we were doing a whole episode of blind tasting today. Yeah, yeah. And so also need to give a shout out to Dan from Otter's Promise. Uh, Tiff and I reached out to him to see if he would be able to um, arrange a blind tasting pack for us. And he did. Um, obviously, you can't see it right now. We'll post a photo on Instagram, but. He wrapped up the cans in paper bags and has labeled them one, two, three, four. But I think the labels are still on them. Um. Yeah. So we will when. Well, first of all, massive thank you, Dan, for not only playing our game, but also delivering them. Yeah. So good. Thank you, Dan. So exciting. Uh, So he and I was like, hey, can you email us what the beers are? And he was like, just open the bag. And I was like. (laughs) 
Oh, yeah. Hit that stage of lockdown where uh, pure logic is almost gone. It's completely gone. Um, yeah. And for anyone wondering and not in Melbourne, we're still in lockdown. We're always going to be in lockdown. We're never coming out anyway. Um, but big congrats to Tiff for getting her first jab yesterday. And I'm on my way next week to get it. Yay. Um, yay. All right. Do you want to yeah. get into this? Are we just yeah. going to dive straight in? Let's let's dive in and then we can kind yeah. of talk about what we've been up to. What's going on? What have we been up to? Have just, we been up to anything? No. Yeah, we just poured our first can. It's a, uh, I gotta say, we'd call this a floof episode. And holy crap, did this have some floof on the head when we poured it out? Yeah, very floofy white head. Um, lovely pale gold color. Pretty Beautiful. clear. Man, is it clear. Yeah, pretty clear. I'm excited to drink this. Um, but already I'm kind of like thinking in my head what this might be. Yeah, of course. Of course. Because that's what we all do, right? Like you see a color of something and you're like, this is going to be this. If this was black, we'd going to be like, there's going to be chocolate and coffee. But, you know. So aromas, I'm getting like some tropical fruit and then almost like some minty notes. Like Ooh. to me, New Zealand hops. This smells like New Zealand hops. I feel you on the tropical. Like, there's definitely some melon. There's there's a very sweet smell there that I mm. often tag as, like, a citra um, because citra, for me, comes off almost sickingly sweet. Like, I'm not a fan of citra. There's a lot of citra lovers out there. I generally don't love it. I'm leaning a l- bit towards that, but there is definitely, like, a, like a melon and papaya thing going on. Mm. So much. Oh, okay. I am going to sip it. I'm going to get in on this. Okay. So I'm just going to say, without having tasted it at all yet, just looking at it and smelling it, I'm going to go with a hoppy lager of some sort. Oh, well, I can't do that because I already had a sip of it. But but based off my first sip, I'm going to say that this is maybe an XPA. Um, oh, it's pretty dry. Very dry. Very, very dry on the finish, which I didn't really expect. A little bit of bitterness. There's a little bit of like an estery note in there. Just not picking that up. Almost like coming up as like a little bit of bubble gum and hangs out on the palate after the dryness fades. You know what? Yeah, I'm going I'm just... to I'm gonna stick with like a real hoppy lager type of thing. Yep. I can definitely see we're getting that. I am going to stick with I'm gonna stick with an XPA or even like this could be like a a modern American pale ale, just because that dryness and that bitterness and like there's a hint of like malt sweetness, but it's barely there. And I think that's what I was getting coming through in the aroma as well. Um, But I think it might be a combination of American and New World hops. Um, I, yeah, it's fucking dry, man. It is. Like I, I'm kind of enjoying this beer, that's for sure. Thanks for picking this one to start off with, Dan. Yeah, right. All right. Are we going to do this? All right. Um, I'm nervous. I am too. This is very stressful. What? what? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So it is Golden Beach or Golden Beach from Goodland Brewing Company. Pale ale. We're very wrong on the hops, both of us. Were we super wrong on the hops? Double dry hopped with Eclipse and Vic Oh, it's Eclipse? 
fascinating. So this is. Yeah, I feel like I should know Eclipse quite well. So this is from Goodland Brewing, which is a new brewery in Traralgon. Where is Traralgon? Gippsland. Victoria. Oh, right. Cool. So this is essentially a new one locally, kind of east of Melbourne, a good ways out. I have not had any beers from Goodland before. I haven't either. But I'm excited to try some more for sure. And I get like, I get what you're saying with the hoppy lager. I feel like as well, Tiff, because you had my hoppy lager that was made with 100% Eclipse hops. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So maybe you were picking up on that without... <laughs> I mean, really, it's just I think it's it's that dry, dry finish, and for me, like just the structure of the head is just something you don't often get with a pale ale and like heaps of just not what you normally see. Anyway, pretty. I mean, four point two percent pale ale. It's pretty straight down the. Yeah, very, very light milk, light malt bill on there. Um, definitely for those who want like a nice bitter. Pale ale that doesn't have too much, like, um, I want to say weight to it. Yeah, and maybe it's more dry than bitter. I think maybe realistically could be part of it. Which uh, honestly is something that because our pale ales that we're drinking often now, which are like that hazy pale style, can go quite sweet. So yeah. Contrast from what we drink a lot lately. Yeah, and that's absolutely true. Um, sweet. So one done and dusted. Thanks again. That was a surprise, and I haven't had it before. Um, yeah, Dan, it was, it was just packed fun. on the 2nd, so it's real fresh. Um, packed up on the 2nd of September, which is great. Sweet. Thank you. Super fresh. Awesome. Um, I really wouldn't mind a road trip out to visit Gippsland. Hit Sailor's Grave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. But like we were talking about early, Tiff, I can't make plans. I can't dream. I can't hope. (laughs) Number two. I mean, listen, we've probably still got a good month left of lockdown. At least, yeah. I think think we'll be – I think pubs and stuff will be open. I really freaking hope. Yeah. What? The beginning of – the beginning of November? Is when they should I be open. So. I would. I wouldn't mind even staying. Like, if we have to stay in Victoria, just like get out, see the beach, visit some. I was um filling out our like the voting for the beer and brewer awards, and it was Ooh. like best experience in the last year. And I was like, <laughs> the only breweries I've been to, really, with the exception of maybe one or two. I've been in my five kilometers. Yeah. <laughs> Best brewery experience. <laughs> oh. I've gotten to go. And yeah, I haven't gotten to go to any breweries outside of Melbourne. Um, I mean, not since before COVID. So, oh, that's a lie. I was just up in, I got to go to like um, Bridge Road and stuff. Forgot about that. That was in April. That seems so long ago, though. That seems like a freaking lifetime ago. It does. Are you ready for number two? I'm ready for number two. It's a black can this time, and that's all we know. Cool. So satisfying. So satisfying to actually be opening cans and to remember that to open them on the microphone. Ooh, she's a pale baby. Whoa, she's very pale. She is pale. There is a nice, fluffy, white head. Um, but she is pale. She is very clear, way clearer than the last one. 
I'm calling this without even a smell. I'm actually going to call this maybe a goza. <laughs> I was going to say a Berliner Weiss. So, all right. Yeah. Ready? <laughs> okay. I reckon we might be on the nose. With- nose? On the nose. <laughs> um, there is there is that aroma. It's, it's, it's a fruit. It's fruity. It's gently fruity, though. It's very, very subtle. I don't want to say it's like a citrus aroma. No. Yeah, I need to, like, it's it's a very, very subtle aroma. Like melony. Yeah, like a, like a, like a green melon. And like that very light, like, yogurty. Yeah, I want, yeah, I want to say, and like, I want to say like a little bit of like a green apple kind of thing as well, but not in like a negative sense um as in like I'm getting some like green apple like acidity maybe coming through um but because I already looked at it and judged it and said this is going to be sour I could be smelling it falsely all right Tiff's already gone in for her first sip not no not yet oh no I I take a long time sniffing I feel like I get the majority of what I'm going to get out of a beer just from smelling it well that's true though you know like most of your taste is coming from what you smell like it's tied in so so tightly is what you smell okay that finishes a lot more bitter than I expected I don't know what this is this is this is very I'm gonna say this is a dry hopped lager um, I was gonna say this is a hop sour. There's just not it's enough not, like acidity. Sour. Yeah. Yeah. I was also hoping for like maybe more like body to it. Um, mm-hmm. Once again, light. it's quite dry. I'm not sure if that's, let me take a sip of water real quick. No. I'm not sure if that dryness is still lingering from the good land. No. Oh my god, I need to know what this is. This is wild. It's like suck your mouth dry dry. Um, there is a little bit of sulfur on the nose, which means it really could be a dry hopped lager. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say dry hopped lager on this one. Um, as far as whose, I I just don't know. Dry hopped lager, or it could be once again an XPA. I'm finding a lot of XPAs very similar to like dry hop lagers. I think the line between the two is becoming thinner and thinner. These XPAs are you drinking? Well, are we ready to get into this? To be fair, I haven't had a lot of XPAs recently. I I think I just bullshitted 100% of what I just said. I'm not going to lie. I think I disagree with you. (laughs) I almost have no... I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Hey! Okay, so... No. <laughs> this is Bojack Brewing Crooked, ed- Crooked Edges Hoppy Pilsner. For those who don't know, a Pilsner is a style of lager. So that's really fun. Um, a twisted classic, easy to drink, smooth drinking lager with a hint of fruitiness. That's fucking, that's great. Um, we called that one. Bojack yeah. Brewing, thank you so much. Um, out of Danadong, Victoria. The Danadong, Danadong, Dandy Dong. That's one I haven't had before. 
I have never had this. Yeah. I really actually, I kind of really like the can, the label, like the green. I kind of want to know what hops are in it because it's like, it Mm. was fruity. And there was like a little bit of sulfur coming off the aroma, but like that's totally appropriate. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine for. Yeah, I would like to know what hops they were using because it's like it's like a lime. And I'm going to I'm going to take away what I was saying about green apple acidity. I think it's like a lime kind of acidity that's going on in there um, in the aroma for me. Yeah. Very dry. Um, 4.8% creeping up in ABV. Yep. And it's definitely like in comparison now to the last beer where I said it might be a hoppy lager. Like definitely there's the lacking esters in this one kind of really should have given it away. In, in this one that we're drinking right now. Yeah, definitely. It's just so much lighter in body. Crisper. Yeah, I am really disappointed that it wasn't a Goza, <laughs> just to throw that out there. Wanted to drink one. I wanted to drink one so bad, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and maybe that was the problem of like getting my heart set on a style before I even smelled the thing, because <laughs> I was just like, oh, we're going to have a Goza. <laughs> oh. There's like, I'm so this is a this is actually so fun to play this game where we ask somebody else to to totally like pull this like seriously though like one Otter's <laughs> Promise is an awesome bottle shop amazing bottle shop and on the south side which is where I live and it's one of the only good ones yeah I've known Dan for a super long time and I knew that he had listened to at least the last episode or at least one of the last episodes, and he was talking about the blind tasting. And so when we were talking about who could we possibly ask? That wasn't our partners. (laughs) Yeah. And then we were like, I know, let's ask Dan. Anyway, this is our, this is so fun. I kind of want to do this all the time. Yeah. It's like, no choice. Somebody picks out beers for you. And not only that, when we're done blind tasting, we get to drink them all. Yeah. No, this, this is... This is my favorite new discovery for lockdown. So if there's any of y'all out there that want to organize blind tastings for us, we will pay for them. A hundred percent. Yeah. But we want to do them. Could we do like a blind tasting pack with people and then we live blind taste with people? Sorry, I just burped. That would be really fun. I don't know. Does anyone want to do that? If you're listening and want to do (laughs) it. Tell us. Tell us, because we're gonna we're in our current situation for a little bit longer. Um, so yeah, that would be a really fun thing to do if we could organize it and get that fucking set up and out there. At least if you're in Melbourne or something, we could set it up. Yeah, I wonder if people would be into that. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I really love the idea of that. Man, how cool would it be if we could get a brewery? (laughs) Or like Pack four different beers blindly? Blind, yeah. Pack four different beers without labels. They wouldn't have to put labels on them. Um, oh, that would actually be pretty easy for breweries to do that don't like. like. So these cans don't have branding up at the top. So their cans that they're getting in aren't individually brand, branded. 
Um, but that would be really cool if we were getting like a four mixed pack without labels. I don't know. That's that's thoughts for like way, maybe way in the future. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I like the ideas though. <laughs> I like I the like, ideas. Like when you give me unlabeled cans and then it's like the roulette, what am I opening? What am I going to get? And then you have to pour it out to find out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just gave you unlabeled cans, Tiff, but I told you what no. they were. <laughs> they were actually both the Schwartz beer and I wasn't. Oh, were they? Oh, fuck. That sucks. I'm actually kind of upset about that because that means we have one less Schwartz here at the house. <laughs> Don't worry. I enjoyed it. It's very good. Um, yeah. I gave Tiff a couple of unlabeled cans from Stomping Ground. Well, we're rolling into Oktoberfest season and like... Mm-hmm. Like, I've just been enjoying lagers so much this year that, like, I'm really excited to taste everyone's more than ever before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Like, bring them all on. I can't wait to order Burnley's Oktoberfest pack. Um, all right. I saw that Burnley was doing a whiskey event, and I kind of... Oh, the whiskey star word. Yeah. yeah. I saw that you liked that on Facebook, Tiff. Yeah. I, I was like, just... ooh. I have no secrets. All right. So, number <laughs> Three. All right, number three. Here we go. Silver can. This number is the ready. best. This is the best game. Oh! Oh, is yours exploding? That one kind of got on my couch. Oh no! It's fine. It's fine. That's what we have dogs for. That is what we have dogs for. What is it? Ooh, yeah! Look at that color. Color. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, oh my god. Okay, the color is ooh, look at that poor Tiff. <laughs> Tiff just poured a glass of foam. It's not my best work. <laughs> uh certified Cicerone, ladies and gentlemen. Uh she has maybe an inch of beer and five inches of foam. This is like a cool thing in the States now. Yeah, that's true. Slow pours. Hashtag <laughs> slow pour. Which I don't understand what it is yet because, you know, Australia gets things, gets into things a little bit after the U.S. Or will it ever even come here? Don't to be that. determined. Oh, beautiful color. Kind of like the latest of light copper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, going into, well, and maybe this is my lighting. It's like, for me, it has like a lot of ruby highlights. Um, yeah. Like yeah, a ruby. It's a lovely color. Oh, I like it. That's a good color. Yeah, the rubiness of it, amazing. Um, it's to me like the color, the color of a Scotch ale. But With once again, that might be wishful thinking, huh? Um, smell this. Smell this puppy. Yeah, I want to talk about the head real quick. The head's beautiful. Um, it wow. has a nice ver. Well, Tiff, <laughs> Tiff can't. We'll just talk about mine. Mine is tightly formed. Um, with a variety of bubble sizes, which is really lovely. And the smell is mochaccino. <laughs> like a goddamn chocolate milk. Yeah. It's... Well, just, I'm sorry, more like milk chocolate. It smells like milk chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like a milk chocolate with maybe a little bit of coffee in it, like half a shot of coffee. Yeah. Initially, I was smelling it. I was like, ooh, nice and malty. But then, like, the deeper you get in, you're like, that's, like, chocolate, not just malty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's it's heavy on the chocolate, eh? That aroma is, like... Yeah, it's not dark chocolate. Um, 
chocolate. It's milk chocolate, not dark it doesn't, chocolate. It doesn't have like an acidic aroma to it either. Mm-mm. Sweet. Yeah. Which I, I think still kind of fits the uh, – if you want, don't want any hops or any, like, no hop aroma, mm. loads no hop aroma would be a scotch ale. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think Unless- this is a scotch ale, though, because I'm not getting enough, like, sweet caramel notes coming from it. And, like, no, it's milk chocolate. I love, yeah, like, it's too chocolatey. Um, but almost like a slight, almost like a very slight metallic note to it which you can get with some of the darker malts sometimes or like maybe a spice i'm gonna say there's a little spiciness in here <laughs> like there's there's yeah. some sort of like phenolic thing going on i kind of want to taste it can we taste it I'm yeah of course it. we can taste it <sighs> sorry i felt like i should make a like a drinking or was that not a very good drinking sound? I felt like I should. I was trying to make like a, like, like I can't. Like, ooh, that's so refreshing. It sounded like I can't not get that glottal thing. I don't know how to do that. You know, like in Coke commercials. I don't know what you did the first time, but it's trying to neigh or something. Oh man, all right. Well, I wanted to say like, ah, it's been drunk. So really interesting that the aroma is like so milk chocolate, milk chocolate and like biscuity malty, but on the palate, it's very dry. Dry. Oh, oh, oh. You know what I think? I think that Dan has been listening and gave us an ESP. Ah, do you think it's an ESB? Tiff, don't tease me. <laughs> um, um, look. There is still some chocolate. So the chocolate, what is so milk chocolatey on the nose, fades into more of a, like for me, I'm getting, like the bitterness is like a coffee, like roasty bitterness in there. Yeah. It could even be going towards... Yeah, it could be going towards like a hot bitterness, like a spicy, a spicy hot bitterness. I don't, I you know don't think I you're think off far, far off. I think that this could be like a dunkel of some sort, like a dark, darker lager. I think it has too much bitterness. You reckon? Yeah. I just think like, it's so dry. It's very dry. And I think that the the dryness, I think the dryness, ah, I just, I think there's, I think, I just think it's too, I feel like it's too bitter to be a dunkle. Oh, I'm going to be, uh, I don't know. I don't know what this is. I want to say it's like a hoppy brown ale or. Um, <laughs> the body's just way too tight to be a, to be a brown ale. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree with that as well. Or like a hoppy. But I'm not even thinking that it's like there's still some chocolate notes in there that are really throwing me for a loop. Um, and maybe that like I think maybe the bitterness is just coming from like a, a small amount of like a roasted malt or something. Yeah. Oh, so I'm stumped on this one. 
I mean, I, I think it's either down the ESB route or down that, like, a modern take on a Dunkel. The can's too small to be something from Burnley. I love how we're judging can sizes now. Wow. Well, yeah. um, also, I don't think they do silver cans either. No, they don't. Um, fuck. I have, look, I'm going to say... I, uh, I'm going to say it's an English brown ESB hoppy dark ale hybrid. New style. What? What? <laughs> what beer commercially available in Australia have you seen? Brown ale. <laughs> I, you know, Tiff, I'm not like, maybe I don't get out enough. <laughs> thinking maybe um look what's your final call what's your final call uh, um you know i want to call it an esb just because it's on brand yeah yeah <laughs> um i'm going to i'm gonna stick with a I'm I'm gonna stick with a hoppy brown ale. Do you think it's actually just an American red? Oh my god, that would really no. There's no way. There's no way. The chocolate notes. No. There's no fucking right. way. Okay, I'm opening it right now. Oh my god, I just bought this beer as well. Uh, this is so hard. A red IPA. Damn <laughs> it. <laughs> fuck oh man all right sorry so for everyone listening that's obviously not here with me and tiff being absolutely shocked it is sailor's grave um icarus star icarus star i don't icarus um icarus fun um yeah and it is a red ipa Chewy malt and toffee notes with a big whack of resiny and citrus hops. Oh, fuck Tiff. backbone of bitterness and a medium body. I just, like, it was like, just as, just at the end, it was like, the obvious thing that's easily available that people still brew in Australia is a red IPA. And I don't yeah. know why we didn't think of that first, but this is lovely and beautiful. So, Sailor's Grave. Um... If you see the Icarus star and you are into red IPAs, this is such a good food beer. Yeah. Totally makes sense for Sailor's Grave. What would you pair this with, Tiff? Mm. Something a little spicy, actually. Oh, yeah. Like, um, ooh, which way would I go? I want to say, like, I mean, obviously, like, pepperoni pizza because I just ate pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Yum. But you can almost go down the route of like a spicy Indian curry and this would go really well. Yeah. There's enough sweetness in there to balance it out, but like still some bitterness to keep the heat going. Mm. Yeah. I uh so I'm thinking for me, so normally I would do red IPA with like a very aged kura, but I don't think that would go well with this. Um this mm-hmm. particular one, but for some reason, I really want, and maybe this is just what I'm craving at the moment, I really want, like, a fucking, 
seared burger like a blue yeah. cheese. I want a bl- I want this with a blue cheese burger. Like a oh, blackened blue cheese would go so well with that. Or like a blackened blue chicken sandwich, like Cajun blackened chicken with blue cheese on top. <laughs> I would I would really like to get down on that. Blue cheeseburger. That blue cheeseburger. Down with that. I would really like that right now. Um but yeah, <laughs> Sailor's Grave also for anyone who doesn't know, most of their beers are really great with food. I mean, most beer is really great with food, but Sailor's Grave especially, and they do a lot of um, interesting things. So, yeah, this is great. I also ordered this from Otter's Promise. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's in my pack, which is awesome. We both ordered some extra stuff in our packs because if Dan was going to bother coming out for home delivery, it wasn't going to get just the blind tasting pack. Yeah, had to make it worth it. I got one I get of the Sober Mesas. What'd you get? Oh, you got a shirt. Sober oh, Mesa, that would have been great. I got a shirt I'm a, and a bunch of non-elks because I'm going to take some time off. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It gets too easy when you're in lockdown to, like, have one beer and then one beer turns into ten. And Yeah, for sure. I didn't drink for three weeks um, mm. until Friday. And then Friday, I was just like, today's, I don't know what today is, Wednesday. Friday, I was just like, I'm going to have some beers. I need, and I need to drink down the fridge because three weeks of non-drinking doesn't mean that I'm not still buying. (laughs) And then your fridge has no space for food and you're like, I have to drink all of this. Yeah. I figured the time between jabs was a good time because like, I know that we're not going to get out until we're vaccinated at this point. So like, take some time off now. And then I'll be fully vaccinated, and then I can go out and play. Yeah. Well, and 100%. And I think it's also a really good time in lockdown for everyone to kind of examine their relationship with alcohol. Um, And I know a lot of us kind of use alcohol. Like, I was having a bad day on Friday, and that's why I started drinking. Like, I wasn't approaching it from the best place. And I think that, you know, why in lockdown, do we feel like we need to drink? A lot of it is out of boredom, but is there something else we could do? And is that relationship turning unhealthy at a certain point? I think it's good. I think it's good for everyone to take a break. Yeah. And I'll still taste things. I think especially like when we work a beer, you have to taste things for work sometimes. Yeah. I won't sit down and have a session. If I taste something and it's really good, I might like finish most of the can but only if it's really good, like where you're like, this is so good. I don't want to waste it. Yeah. I, and I don't want to lose this moment. <laughs> and really, like, there's also something like if I'm tasting at this point and like do, tasting at home, I'm usually alone and like sitting there and like really thinking about it. So there's also something to that, too. Like if I'm going to have a drink, it's going to be there because I'm thinking about it. And like if I'm going to drink it, it's because it's really good. Yeah. 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 And it's what, yeah. I love just having like my routine on Saturdays is so set. Well, before I broke my foot, it was, but it's go to Maker and Monger, spend too much money on cheese. Um, I'm pretty sure all the money I made five months of working at Maker and Monger, I've actually just 
given back. <laughs> like at this point, my five months of labor was free. Um, so I go to Maker Monger, I get a bunch of cheeses. And one of my favorite things is to actually take my time at home and try the beers with different cheeses. And mm. it's one of the great joys of lockdown for me. I love that. Yeah. We should do that sometime together. When we're out of lockdown? <laughs> yeah. Listen, someone listening who isn't in lockdown, like, it just, we get to this point where we're just like, nah. Laugh about it a little. All right. All right. Last beer. Beer number four. Ready? I think you're doing a much better job at opening them than I am. Why are we so much slower? I, why am I so, like, quick dark? about it? Dark. And I always thumb all of my beers. Like, my thumb goes in all of my cans when I open them. Maybe we need to do a lesson on how to crack a can. It is I'm going to say this is a Porto Stout. It's dark. It's very, very dark. Very dark. Very light touch of ruby. Very light, though. Very, very light. Where this last one had, like, quite heavy. This is, like, (laughs) side by side. Side by Beautiful. side, the Sailor's Grave one looks like way more red. Should have called that one. Pretty upset about that. Um, moving on. Look, aroma-wise, I'm going to say this is an Imperial Stout. Well, I was going to go... I was going to go much lighter. I was going to go on the Porter side. Oh, right. Yeah, I could have jumped the gun, but I'm kind of getting like... I get like this like... Really? Black licorice thing? Yeah. A little bit. It's just, it's got not... And heavy dark cocoa. It's not anything pastry. No, it's not anything pastry. I get a little bit of that, like, metallic dark malt note. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah. And that, I think that metallic dark malt, like, that, to me, leans almost towards, like, a licorice kind of thing. Like, not Mm. as far as absinthe, but it, like, starts going that route. Um... But what I'm not getting is any, like, there's no dried fruit. There's no, like. Uh, I think there might be. I think there is. There's definitely, there's definitely. Well, there's definitely cocoa, but I thought there was cocoa in the last one. Maybe I just want chocolate. I mean, the last one smelled like milk chocolate. This yep. one I can definitely see cocoa, like cocoa powder. Yeah, or cacao nibs. Um, okay, I'm gonna drink it. It's anyways, it's a beautiful color. It has a beautiful um tan head. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sticking with Imperial on this one. Ooh. I'm not, I'm sticking with Porter. Like Light yeah. bodied. Not that I'd say Baltic Porter. Ooh, four in a row is hard. Yeah, okay, so it is lighter body than I expect. I am going to retrace my steps because, once again, wishful thinking, I just want to drink an Imperial Stout right now. <laughs> Luckily, I have one in the fridge, so that might be happening later while I'm playing Skyrim. Um, I am also going to say that this is a porter, and I'm going to say that it's an American-style porter. 
Um, okay. This reminds me, and I know it's not, but this reminds me a lot of Stomping Grounds Porter. I was just going to say, could this be Stomping Grounds Porter? I don't think so, because we... Well, ooh, I just looked at the top of the can. Ah. It's not Stomping Grounds Porter, though, because I was like, oh, well, we have our branding along, like, the top rim above, like, where the stickers go. We have branding on the physical cans. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did just peek, and this one does have branding on the physical can as well, which is why Dan probably taped the bag up a little bit higher. Um, But it's very, it is very, very similar to our Porter. Yes, I am I am going to say this is a porter, but I'm going to say it's more of an okay. American porter because it doesn't have the acidity that I would expect from a Baltic porter, and I don't know if it has the alcohol percentage. Could it be Bridge Road's porter new in cans? I don't know what that one is. It's only the... It's only ever been in bottles before, like, very recently. Do you want me to look? Because I think this is delicious. This is... Very, very nice. Oh, yeah. This is definitely going to be finished as soon as we're done with this tonight. It's yeah. Delight. It's really nice. It has, like, a very gentle roast character. Um, there's mm-hmm. no, like, acrid acidity to it, which I really appreciate. It's just, like, it's just lovely. It's very well but made. It's, yeah, it's really dry. Like, you're just – it's it's well-balanced. It's, like, dry, yeah. but, like, dry from roastiness. It's dry not to the point where you're, like – Oh, that's dry. It's dry to the point where it's like, ooh, that's dry. I need another taste in my mouth. Like, I need to drink this again. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pour the rest of this can into my glass because I have been <laughs> drinking this very fast. Yeah, this is good. Do you want to know? Um. Yeah, let's open. We can open. I feel like you're a little bit ahead of me in the opening process. I'm not, though, because I just looked. <laughs> I can't get it. I can't get it out. I can't get it out. I can't see it. Oh, what is it? Ah, Bright Brewery. Oh, fuck. Also new in cans. That is a beautiful can. All right. So the, the can says it's a decadent blend of dark roasted and caramel malts. Complex layered flavors of creamy espresso, bittersweet chocolate, and toffee combined with floral hops to create a full bodied nourishing ale. I always have a hard time finding any hop characters in most porters unless they're citrusy hops. Of course, floral, that would be leaning more towards like an English style porter. I don't fucking know. This thing is delicious. I really like this beer. 5.7%. Um, the can's also gorgeous. Yeah, I've never seen it in cans before, but it's one that I've had. I mean, I love going up to Bright. Yeah. I love visiting Brewery. Never seen this one in cans, but um, delightful. I love a good porter. Yeah, that's really fucking good. Mm. Oh, man. That, that's just, that's a great time for me. So I would pair this with um, spicy cheese. <laughs> spicy cheese? I would, I would pair it with like, yeah, like some fucking cheese with chipotles in it. Really? Okay. All right. I was going to say, I would go like hard and salty because it would start to bring out the sweetness in the beer. Yeah. So I can't remember right now what, um, what cheesemaker they make a, it's an American cheddar. It's an American, like, so it's super, super salty. 
hard, but they do like a chipotle rind on it. Ooh, okay. And I can't okay. fucking remember right now who does that, but that's what I want. <laughs> really bad at the moment. Maybe we should have thought ahead and prepared cheese to go with our blind tasting tonight. Ooh, maybe the next person who organizes the beers can also organize a cheese tasting for us. We're asking a lot now. Really asking a lot here. Oh, but this is so good. Oh, I'm just, I am dying over this porter. This was so fun. Thank you, Otto's Promise. This was, this was a super fun way to do blind tasting. Yeah, so good. And it's actually, once again gone very long um but what a good little wedgesode tiff what a little floofer a little floofer where we just drink beer and get a little buzzed and talk about hopefully well i mean i know we talked about a little bit of lockdown stuff but what good is going on in your life tiff let's leave this on a great note well i would say first for shot um pretty happy feels feels like a lot of relief um was really excited to eat some fried chicken on the weekend. Not going to lie. Yeah, that fried chicken was so good. <laughs> yeah, really, really, really was. Um, and Sorry, for those who don't know, Tiff's partner, Casey, who we've had on a previous episode. Um, <laughs> obviously, he's a chef and he's American. He's from North Carolina. Um, he used to have the restaurant Rockwell and Sons, which is apparently known for the fried chicken. I never had it from them, but I've always heard about Casey's fried chicken. He did a pop-up over the weekend that was fried chicken. And holy shit, it was good. It was delicious. The mashed potatoes and gravy. Oh, everything. <laughs> so good. That's so yeah, that's what's been good going on. It's, um what about you, Lance? What have you what's been good? Oh, I saw physio and um I really just am enjoying playing Skyrim um and trying to go easy on myself learning to I'm learning self-compassion oh sorry my mic I'm learning a lot of self-compassion and um yeah enjoying the warm weather to be honest yeah the sunshine Changing spring, it definitely brings a lot of joy. A lot of joy every day. Yeah. Um, all right. As we're wrapping this up, first of all, thanks guys for listening to this lovely little wedge episode. <laughs> and thank you so much again, Dan and Otter's Promise, um, for organizing this for us. If you've never been on Otter's Promise website, they have a really great selection of beers. So definitely look it up. Or if you're within the 5K of, well, what technical neighborhood yeah. is that? Armadale. Armadale. Um, go check them out. They're in High Street in Armadale. Yeah. So head over. Check out online because they do home delivery quite a ways around. So like north and south side. So it's definitely worth um, jumping on if you need some beer. Top up at Otter's Promise. Yep, for sure. Um, and Tiff, if people want to find you, where can they find you at? Ah, at Beer Girl Bites on, well, all the social media places. How about you, Lynn? Uh, you can find me at Talk Beardy to Me. And of course, you can always find me and Tiff at Crack the Ceiling Podcast. Or you can email us at Crack the Ceiling Podcast or Pod? Podcast. Crack the Ceiling Podcast at gmail.com. Um, and yeah. please reach out to us because we 
want friends. <laughs> well, we want to keep the conversation going. So, you know, let us know what you want to talk about, who you want us to talk to, and we'll uh, we'll be back soon with another episode. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thanks. See ya.